listening to The Burn. Gaming stuff, blazing fast. Welcome to a new episode of The Burn, a podcast about gaming done blazing fast. I am Aviv Manoach. And I am Omer Kaplan. Good morning, good afternoon, good uh, time. Good time night, good... Uh, <laughs> Yes. Twilight. <laughs> uh, how are you? How's your day? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Going well. I managed to to do some catching up on on a bunch of tasks I needed to do. So oh, that's uh, good. That, so that, 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 that sounds pro- that, that sounds productive. Yeah. I that's, had to to put good. to I... put in the calendar a bunch of a bunch of little things I need to remember to do. So, for example, write show notes. Yes. And not only write show notes by like doing grammar and, you know, writing proof my show notes, which is great. Oh, that's that's because I have Grammarly activated and it's like redlining uh, the, the problems. And then I was searching for like five minutes on how to write ludicrous uh, properly and not confuse it with the rapper. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So there's two ludicrous in the world. One is the actual word, and one is the, I no, guess, rapper. The word artist. is ludicrous. The rapper mm-hmm. is ludacrous. Yes, so th- things we learned before a.m. Oh, it's not, it's not even ludicrous, it's ludacris. Ludacris. Yes. Yeah, actually, put, I put a link for you in the show notes so you can actually. Yes, I know. Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. All right, good. Let's talk. Let's talk some video games today. Oh, no, you need to I do don't the want whole, to. Yeah. Okay, so forget. <laughs> let's do yeah. the weather. Weather is fine. No. Uh, yeah. So we are the Burn, a podcast about gaming done blazing fast. Each episode, we talked about a game we played and have thoughts about, and a news a topic that we want to talk about. I instructed Omer specifically to not bring uh, sad or um, annoying news. Just talk yeah, about listen. positive things. Okay, listen, if I hear one more news about cyberpunk getting, you know, investigated by the Polish consumer organization, I'm going to, like, I can't, I can't deal with this news anymore. So yeah, only happy news today. I don't care about that at all. Ex- exactly. <laughs> Uh, you can listen to the burn um, on our uh, website or a uh, web page. You can go to the deburn.live and you will get to the anchor page and then you can find all the episodes and subscribe and stuff. Uh, and you can also follow uh, twitch.tv slash isol.me where I live stream sometimes, but not a lot lately. I got a new keyboard last week. Oh, nice. It's uh, Is it like the... Is it the mechanical clicky type? Yes, but the previous one was also a mechanical clicky type. Uh, this is MSI uh, Vigor, some model number, low profile. So it's kind of like uh, a laptop's chiclet keyboard, but mm. mechanical. And it's really good so far. I really like it. Uh, I, I loved my previous keyboard, which was Rokat uh, Vulcan 100. Uh, trouble was that after about two years, uh, it started, some of the keys uh, stopped working or double clicked. And it was like random. 
yeah, I, I had it in one of my keyboards. It's yeah. one uh, one day, like the L key was uh, either missing or doubled, and then the space, and then like there was a whole month of 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 me not being able to press Alt Shift properly, and it was a nightmare switching between languages. Mm-hmm. I actually had so I had a, a, the same issue with my keyboard I think a year ago and it was the actual laptop keyboard it was, I think it was like a year or two years ago and the thing that so I was like pushing through it and like you know doing like pressing Q and then deleting and then pressing Q again because like sometimes it will stutter the thing that broke me is that I was playing you know MOBAs at the time and I couldn't press R to like activate my ultimate ability And I was like, I can't, if I can't ultimate, I can't use this keyboard anymore. So I had to like go, I had to go and replace it. And they actually ended up replacing like, a, so the keyboard probably sits on other like components. So it was the keyboard and the speakers at the same time. So anyway, it was fun times. So the thing that so, broke so, me. It, sounds like a reason to replace the entire laptop. Yes. Can't, yeah. Can't activate ultimate, replace laptop. <laughs> yeah. uh, what broke me was um, a combination of the space bar and... And switching languages because well it either didn't put on a space or it's put on double spaces which is mm. my most hated thing in the world yes I can to- totally relate uh, this keyboard uh, because of the low profile I I'm not yet used to judge how um, how strong to press the keys and So sometimes I press the, the space ball wrong, mm. uh, but it will get better yeah, as I get oh, used yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, you'll get used to it in like a month, you'll be fine. You won't yep. even think about it. Yeah, but overall I like it. Uh, right, you need to talk to me, you need to speak about the game because I'm excited for your game this week. Yeah, but, but keyboards are, are relevant to the show. I know, but I have so many questions about your okay, game. Okay, okay, fine, you. fine. Let's talk Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yes. Um, I bought Assassin's Creed Valhalla for the PlayStation 4 uh, about, I don't know, a month and a half ago, something like that. Uh, I wanted to finish Odyssey before I buy it. Like, I previously played Odyssey. Uh, I didn't finish the game because I got bored of it, but I, then I bought the, like, um, complete package for... PlayStation 4 and I was thinking yeah I will play through the story without doing any side stuff it will go quickly and then I will buy Valhalla and continue from there um, but uh, then we were re- recording game burning podcast and uh, one of the other hosts plays uh, Valhalla and he broke me and so <laughs> I bought I, I bought uh, Valhalla for myself um It's the new installment of Assassin's Creed series uh, follow-up to Origin and uh, Origins and Odyssey uh, in the like timeline it uh, continues the story of Laila uh, Hassan uh, from the modern day perspective and on the historical front take us to the seventh century uh, to the um, Nordic conquest of England. Uh, so you start the game in Norway um, which they did a really terrible job with it uh, Assassin's Creed at least the, the last couple of games 
are all about exploration and climbing stuff and, and stuff like that. Well, Assassin's Creed were always about climbing stuff. Mm-hmm. And Norway in this game is, well, it's, it's too mountainous and it's snow, in a covered snow, which make it very hard to go places. Uh, the, slow, uh, the snow slows you down. Um, climbing mountains is annoying. Your horse can't really um, ride if the, if the like, uh, inclination of the mountain is too steep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of this come together to a very, very annoying map. And that's like the tutorial <laughs> map. And you don't have, you also don't la- have like leap of faith in Norway. And uh, so overall, a bad tutorial area. I was playing for like four hours in it or six hours or whatever. And I really wanted to get out of it. Um, despite how much I love snow. And then you go to England. When I first um, learned that the game takes place mainly in England and not in Scandinavia, I was kind of disappointed. I was expecting to do like Viking Viking things in uh, in uh, Denmark and Norway and stuff. But if you really think about it, the whole point of b- being Viking is raid other people. So uh, so it has uh, it has a, a bit of logic to it. And, and we'll, just raid, we'll just raid other countries instead. Exactly. Uh, and the English, the England map is really good. It's really beautiful, uh, exceptional environments. Um, there are a bunch of different biomes there. Um, so very quickly after I got to it, I stopped caring about not being in Scandinavia. And also, well, all of us love like, English uh, history and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that that struck me um, really hard uh, was when I got to London, like the seventh century London, written L U D E N. You realize that I don't know until when, but at that time, people living in London were basically living in Roman ruins. Th- there was nothing else there. There were Roman ruins, and that's it. That's the, the what what the old city was. Oh, interesting. And that that was very interesting to me. Uh, another thing that's kind of an assassin creedy, and that's like um, as part of of this time period, is that you don't really have structures. Uh, it's it's kind of like similar to Assassin's Creed Three. Uh, in that in the American colonies, you didn't have tall buildings um, in Boston and New York and stuff. So the, the tallest you jumped from was like a very big church. Uh, and that's the same thing here, uh, with the exceptions that you have very tall mountains. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you climb very tall mountains and jump, jump off of them, but there are no really tall buildings. And that's a vast contrast to like the previous two games that were in Egypt and Greece that had very big monuments that you can climb and jump off of. Yeah, I mean, one of the most satisfying things in Odyssey is, you know, climbing to the, like, a big, you know, pantheon or something and then jump right, right on exactly. this, like, 
you know, rows like pile and then they just like flip me there and just land in it's like super satisfying. Yep. And and um, Valhalla doesn't have any of those buildings in the real world. There are some extra areas that uh, do have a sort of uh, structures that I will not reveal for spoiler oh, reasons. Oh, oh, there's a real world ca- counterpart, actually like playable. There is a, like uh, a dream sequences that uh, are their own maps. Uh, I have... Um, I have a suspicion about those sequences that uh, I have I haven't played to the end of them but I believe they're like a memory within a memory like they did in Assassin's Creed 3 uh, not 3 mm. um, revolutions revelations with uh, they did that with Ezio and uh, and um, what's his face the first one I, I have no idea um, Altair Altair Ezio okay. and Altair. So in Revelations, El, um, Ezio find like memory disks uh, that are like uh, precursor technology and that Altair recorded his last uh, uh, years on them. So you do like a memory within a memory thing uh, because the, the basic premise of Assassin's Creed is that all, all our memories are stored in DNA, and if you have a device that can read the, the memories within DNA, you can relive, them, relive it. So that's the entire premise of Assassin's Creed. And so in Assassin's Creed 3, uh, they use that to do like Ezio, uh, Desmond reliving Ezio's memory, reliving Altair's memories. And I think that the dream sequences in Valhalla are doing the same thing. Uh, with this character. I'm not sure about it because I haven't progressed enough, but I think that's what they're doing there. Um, Other things that they brought back from previous games and uh, are really good, uh, the relying on the original Desmond storyline, very strong point. Uh, Bring back Animus Anomalies, also really good point. Uh, Both of those uh, back from Assassin's Creed 2 and 3. Uh, other things they did good with this game is reducing dialogue options. In Origins, there wasn't dialogue options. The, there was just um, conversation sequences and, and that's that. And in Odyssey, they decided to do like um, Skyrim or uh, Witcher 3 thing and have complicated uh, conversation trees and stuff, which didn't really have an impact on anything. And uh, I think that I, um, in my opinion, it, it just dragged the game on. This game, they kept conversation option, dialogue options, but they reduced them. So you speak with someone and you have like one or two options in the entire conversation. And they off, more often than not have some sort of, of um, influence on what's going on. Um, you have a charisma skill that you... You can increase by doing rap battles, and I'm not joking. There are rap battles <laughs> in the game, and they are the base um, mini game they invented. It's called flating, mm-hmm. uh, and so if you have uh, high enough charisma, you can convince people in in dialogues to do stuff. Uh, so that's good. Uh, they also reduce the amount of of equipment and resources 
you need from previous game. Previous games were like MMO-ish in the number of, of items you got uh, and I, the item levels and item rarities and stuff. In Valhalla, you just have um, specific armor sets um, that you collect throughout the game and you will want to like wear all the armor sets together there is no reason to miss and uh, to mix and match because you won't get the bonuses so there is like oh, this is nice yeah so there is like a, a bow specific armor set and a, and a um, boss specific armor set that they increase your armor and stuff like that uh, there is of course the assassin armor set that you won't get until the end of the game because I hate when the game does that. Yeah, um, I mean, one of the one of my problems right now with Odyssey, so I'm I'm about forty five hours into Odyssey, and I'm at a point where like I'm invested enough in the game that I can't really just quit. But from a game, oh no, you can, you can. I quit I, after one hundred and five hours. So, the, so the, <laughs> I, I, really, I really want to get, I, I'm not interested in the story as much right now, but I'm trying to get through the game. The thing is, I'm at a point in the game where I'm invested enough, so I have to keep going. But then I'm also finding myself just grinding random stuff to get myself to a level where I can use the gear I find. Because I, I'm fighting like higher level enemies, and the gear I get is higher level. So I can't really progress and enjoy the progression we're just grinding meaningless side quests, which mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. So that's kind of like take away from the game. I have to like break away from the story for a second, do this whole bunch of like grindy stuff, and just you know take on fortresses and you know sneak around and I don't know. So, so... I, I think I just have to like power through it. So I, I I'm really happy to hear that it's better in Valhalla. In Valhalla, they removed levels. You have power, and power is basically the number of skill points you invested and then the errors are, are like um you need like 90 power uh, for those enemies or 180 power for those enemies and stuff like that uh you get a lot more xp from quests than from world things so it encourages you to go through the, the stories and uh mm-hmm. and do them uh there are also there are no side quests basically there are world events that you can only find by exploring. You can't like get them randomly and they are not added to your uh, journal. So you find wow. a world event, you do the world event or you don't. It ma- it's marked on your map, but it's not added to your journal. Um, and Which then, is nice. Yeah. There is like no specific main quest line. Uh, it's a bit like Rage 2 you basically go through uh, each region's storyline to get alliances and some of the regions are better than others uh, and i'm waiting to see where it takes us because right now there is not not like a connecting thread between all of them beside like we are building a settlement stuff um. No, that, yeah, that's not. I wish they do like an adaptive world, like um, Elder Scrolls Online, where you just like do you know it's all about the quest and you know the world kind of like scales with you. Uh, but yeah, I don't want and the then, world to scale with me. Uh, in Witcher Three, you can decide if you want the the world to scale or not, and I don't like that. I want 
previous areas I completed to be low level and weak and that I don't have to worry about when I go for random exploration. Yeah, so, yeah, or you can, you know, go everywhere you want in the map, explore whatever you want and just concentrate on like the story and like doing fun stuff and then, yeah. So the, you know, combat is a little bit harder, but I don't know. Also the combat in Witcher, also the combat in Witcher 3 wasn't like super great, so yeah. What like, are you talking the about? The, the combat in Witcher 3 is great. It's fine. Like, Compared you know, to Elder I, Scrolls? Oh yeah, okay, okay. I beg well, to disagree. To, Okay, no, com- okay, compared to all the scrolls online, yes, compared to other, I would say, even compared to Assassin's Creed, I would compare, you know, yeah, I would compare, I would compare like Witcher 3 to Assassin's Creed to, let's say, I don't know, the Batman games or Spider-Man, you know, for you. I would compare like those three. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, Elder Scrolls is like, yeah, Elder Scrolls uh... is like M- MMO combat. I don't think uh, um, Spider-Man and, and Batman are comparable to Witcher and, and Assassin's Creed because those are brawler games, and um, Witcher three I mean, I, and and Assassin's Creed are not. The way I play Assassin's Creed is, I think, pretty similar to how I played. Um, which is like in terms of combat. Well, you won't play Valhalla like that because unlike Odyssey and Origins, uh, the game reward you for being aggressive and not wait to counter. Oh, mm, interesting. No, yeah. So the way, yeah, the way I play, I think Odyssey right now is just like I'm just you know. So I play on easy, right? So I just like hack and slash and dodge. I don't even like parry stuff. I just like go at people. And I don't really sneak, so but that's just like my preference. So, yeah. So, so speaking of which, um, they split the challenge level setting in Valhalla to three topics. You get combat challenge, exploration challenge, and stealth challenge, and you can pick how hard you want uh, any of them to be. So I picked uh, easy combat and medium on on both the other things. Um, because I like to stealth and stuff. Um, the skill and ability system is kind of great. You don't realize it at the beginning because you think they remove things. The skill tree is completely um, passive, like in uh, Path of Exile, for example. There is a web of skills that are all passive, and then there is a separate ability um, ability screen, and all of yes. the abilities are either found in the world or quest rewards. Hmm. Uh, and you don't really know where to find what, so you discover them randomly, which is weird, uh, but there are enough a variety of them. So, for example, all the poison stuff that were that was in, uh, in Origins, um, it's still here. You just have to do a quest from the assassins to, to get the poison stuff. Mm. Uh, and so when I started going through the skill tree, I I went to the poison stuff and it, it says like your poison attacks do that or, or stuff like that. And I was like, I don't have a poison attack. Why why do I need those skills? And then I did the assassin quest and I got the poison attacks. And that made sense. So there is this skill called Miasma where if you kill someone with a poison attack, it does a poison cloud. 
And then you can just cause uh, a huge pandemic that kills everyone. <laughs> and I love that. And that was the best skill in Origins. They took it away in, in Odyssey and I was annoyed. Uh, but it's back. There is a... wasn't, it, wasn't it one of your favorite skills in Warframe too? Like using the Necromancer no. spreading thing? No. 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 Okay, I vag- vaguely remember you like something along the lines of that in Warframe. No. You're just, you know, the pandemic person. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I just like to, like, um, sit at the side and watch everybody die without me doing anything. That's my, my, my being an Assassin's Creed. <laughs> nice. Uh, my only problem with the ability is that they all cost adrenaline to you, so you have, like, between two to four uses before you have to do other things. So you can't spam your abilities. And mm. I don't and like have, that. And they have cooldowns or this is just the No, there is no cooldown. Just adrenaline. Okay. And you have to like to spec yourself if you want to get adrenaline from stealth and from looting and oh. stuff. Uh, which I, I have. I, I'm maybe halfway through the game and I already got everything I can want from the skill tree. Which, meant, which means that I ignored all the combat stuff. Mm-hmm. But I have like all the sk- all the stealth ability, all the bow abilities, so I have everything I want. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny how we play those games differently, which is good. I mean, for the game because I literally I maybe used the bow like twice in Odyssey. Like I never used the bow, I and was... I mean the skills, like the skills for the bow look cool. I just never used it in combat. I was like just. Jump in the combat, throw somebody's shield on their face, and just you know, do melee stuff. No, no, I, I get, I get to a camp, I do the thing that marks the all, all the enemies. By the way, they remove yeah. the marking from the bird. The bird no longer marks, which is oh, the that's... worst thing. They could yeah, have done. this is great. Yeah, the marking was from the bird was great. Right. So now, in order to mark, you have to have a skill. Well. You either use like the the pulse thing um, mm-hmm, that yeah. you have, uh, and there is also a skill that as long as you are in stealth, you auto mark people, which is nice. Just, yeah, it's fine. So I get to a new ma- a new camp. I mark all the enemies and I start uh, shooting everyone. And by the time I'm done, everyone is dead and poisoned, and I ha- I didn't need to um, fight in melee, and no one. Uh, That's oh, how, how I play, play the yeah. game. <laughs> no, this this is how I play uh, Far Cry games. But yeah, in Assassin's Creed, just like yeah, I just you know, stealth the peripheral and then jump in the fort and like do business. So I I like it like that we both get the oh. different experience, but we both like enjoying it. So right. Nice. Uh, another good thing they added is the ability to if 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 there is a, a stronger enemy than you that you can't uh, one shot kill with a, with stealth kill it gives you like a quick um, quick time event uh, that oh. will allow you to kill them anyway so if you press the button just right you can still kill them even if they are higher level or a boss or something so that's cool. oh, it's a nice time yeah uh, okay, that, I think we we talked enough about Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah, no, let, let's uh, let's talk news. Yeah, so, no, that was that was interesting. I'm I'm actually excited to get through Odyssey and then maybe you know maybe sometime this year I'll jump into Valhalla because everybody's saying it's a great game and I love you know Odyssey. I'm actually thinking between that or Immortals: Phoenix Rising, but I, I don't know if I can do like two 
ancient Greece game, um, you know, one after the other. So we'll see. Anyway, news. So for the for news, yeah, uh, you so have C- like three minutes. That's fine. We just do like two minutes and one minute. Uh, so CES right now this year is actually a virtual event and just other, like everything. Yeah, like any other CES, uh, there's the weird stuff that come out of it. And I promised you only happy stuff. So my first news, and I have a link for you in the show notes, is Razer's latest conceptual, let's call it gaming chair. So I, you know, I'm, if you want to know what, the, what the, the future of streaming looks like from Razer's perspective, it's basically you tied up in a chair that looks <laughs> like a combination between a wheelchair and an airplane chair with a screen glued to your head. And then you basically you can't leave the chair. You have to stream all day. And you're locked in the chair until you're you're done. It looks like the the hover chairs from Wally. <laughs> yes, it like exactly. Oh, exactly. That, yeah, I think that was the inspiration. Like literally, all you need to do is to hover, and then you know there's like a little fork that feeds you. And and yeah, I see they they also introduced gaming masks. Yeah, with I RGB think... lighting. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and they, yeah. So what they did is yeah, they introduced the ga- like the gaming mask is essentially they can see your mouth when you're talking, and then there's also like a microphone in it, so there's like your voice is amplified, so you can. Oh, so so while. there is, there is some function to it. It's not yeah, like it's still weird. just it's still weird, like weird. How how many people do you know are sitting in front of their computer with a mask and no, they're at home? No, this is actually no. I don't it. I don't see it as a gaming accessory, but that's actually a nice concept for like people in the world. Yeah, I mean, I- I imagine, to... imagine what if a news reporter, when they go to cover a news event, won't remove their mask, but actually have a way to stay safe while reporting. Yeah, no, that'll, that'll be that'll be great. If that's the case, I would take off the RGB lights because. <laughs> right. <laughs> there is also a white version without lights. Yeah. So that, yes, that's nice. And it, I mean, it, it looks like you know, it looks more sturdy than your commercial, you know, like right. disposable. Yes. So that's nice. So the other and the other happy thing is, and I don't usually like to put like up, um, upcoming games as news, but you know, in case of like a new Mario expansion, it's always like really nice and shiny. Uh, so we're getting like an expansion to the three Mario three D port to the Switch. It's called, I think, it's called. Uh, Bowser Wrath, Bowser's Revenge, Bowser's Bowser's whatever. Fury, Fury, yeah. And this, <laughs> so the story, the story is in any other Nintendo games is super weird. You know, oh, Bowser just got bigger and evil. You know, more mean. You should totally take care of it. So um, he's out of control. So that's nice. Um, and there's all the classic Mario we always like, like the. You know, the cat Mario, the the one with the tail that can fly. I forgot the name of the animal. That's like the um, flying squirrel or something. This is a fly, yeah, the flying squirrel thing. So Okay, yeah, I'm the, looking at, the, at one of the screenshots from this game and it, it looks like Pokemon and, and not Mario. <laughs> yeah, the, so, yeah, I know exactly what screenshot you're talking about. It's like a, um, a, a huge half sonic half cat like thing and then you it looks it's either pokemon or world of warcraft raid it's it's i think it's it's a combination between all those like metroidvania games where you like turn into different like you know like monster boy when you turn into different animals that have different skills 
So yeah, that that, that that that's basically Mario. Mario was always you touch something and you get a different skill. Yeah, no, but like you know, now you turn into now you turn into animals and run like a cat while doing it. So that's a thing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it seems it, nice. I would I would play it. Yeah, I don't know for sixty. It's gonna be sixty. You know, it's gonna be sixty dollars, right? It depends on how long it is. I don't mind paying sixty dollars. I know. No, Mario games are always like you know fun and yeah, they're cool. Like they're cool games. So you know that's 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 like two of the happy two of the happy happiest news I could find for us. Uh, you brought a, a, a fun news and a weird news. Yeah, I will allow it. It's it's it, it's weird in a funny way. It's not weird in a cringy way. So that's right. Funny. That's that's true. That's true. Uh, Razer wants you all to become couch potatoes in front of your PC. Yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh to to be to be honest, that's Razer's like mission statement Life. from from beginning. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, there's also there's there's cool new gaming laptops also coming up of CES, but you know that's like more commercial stuff. We don't care about that. We'll just okay. Wait. You maybe we'll do like a, a roundup next episode after everything was announced. Oh yeah, that's cool. Like cool, cool idea. Let's do that. Yep. Okay. Cool. So that's all we have on the show today. Uh, thank you, Omar, for being here with me. Oh, thank you for uh, pressing the record button. <laughs> no problem. I'm doing all the he- I'm doing all the heavy lifting while. Yes, I'm very just very heavy lifting. Uh, and thank our thanks our audience for listening. You can find us on Twitter at uh, me as at Isel and Omer as Omer Kapla. My English sucks today, by the way. Uh, there, there are it's good episodes and there are not so good episodes uh, don't, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, comment and leave your reviews on your preferred listening app, you can find all of that at theburn.live and of course our opening team was created by Anne Durko uh, with vocals by Fishy Twitch, you can find them both on Twitter as well uh, and that's that for today we'll see you next time Goodbye. See ya.